Yeah, no, it all started from her remixing, turning me on and putting it out. And it was like, you too old, sit down, go have some babies, da 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 You think you're hot, but you're not, da 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 whatever. Whoa. You guys, I, I, you guys never heard this? Nope. No. I'm never weak. Oh, my God. I just went under the assumption that you guys knew why we don't like Carrie Hilson. Turn my mic up. Where are my background singers? <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I thought I was out of verses. Uh, yo, what's goody two hoodies? It's your boy, Diero, and this is the Michelle Obama Stand Podcast. Just kidding. It is the Big Dope Energy Podcast, but I think two things can be true. If you're a regular listener, welcome back, and I love you. And of course, I need you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode wherever you are listening and wherever you talk to folks. But if you're new to the pod, you already know what to do, baby. Hit subscribe and prepare to thrive because we're going to get into some things. Because what a week, what a week. America's officially in a new relationship with Joe Biden and Buss It from the Buss It Challenge uh, officially hit the Hot 100 chart. So that's lit. Kimye's divorce woes are probably going to be on the last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but... I don't know if that was a surprise to anybody. And y'all already know <laughs> we got to get into this long-awaited Keisha Cole and Ashanti versus that finally went down. So without further ado, let's get into episode 13 right motherfucking now. Yo, what's goody two hoodie? It's your boy Diero, and this is the Big Dope Energy Podcast. And of course, we are back here with Mac motherfucking Trey and Leah. I'll never do that again, guys. Don't worry. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> now. What up? How you guys doing? We back. We black, baby. We back, and we're back. <laughs> I look forward to saying that. I Sam, and I also had um, <laughs> alcohol before this, and I just realized that, that is kicking in now because I've never done. Oh, that we, we drinking? Can I get a drink? Yeah, I, we remember we talked about the gulping though. Yes. <laughs> I'm, all right, I'm I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna get a drink. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He's, so he's gonna be back in blacker. <laughs> well, while he's going to get his drink, guys, let's get this thing started. So, a lot happened this week, Leah. Um, yeah. Things that we've already been talking about leading up to now. We officially have Dirty Dick Donald out of the motherfucking White House. How did that feel to see this nigga getting on the damn helicopter and just finally leaving? He was out. Out. Glad for it. Good riddance. Peace out. Like, I was so excited, like, the night before the inauguration that I unintentionally stayed up until, like, 4 o'clock in the morning just <laughs> going through, like, old campaign shit. Like, from the moment Kamala announced that she was going to be running for president. And then I recorded myself, like, watching that speech and just all the, you know, I'm hella extra. And just seeing all the buildup and going, man, it's great to mm -hmm. support someone who yeah. goes through like this long run and actually wins in the end, right? Because right. it's like, oh, bro, it's like it's the equivalent to like hearing an artist before anybody else hears them and then they pop, right? It, it, I don't know. That moment was just so dope for me to see Kamala actually like walking out there. And um, I told myself I wasn't going to make this all about Kamala because Joe Biden's the president, but how could you not? No, yeah, I think no matter what, because she is making history, like we're always going to talk about her. Right. Joe Biden's, you know, presidency, I think, is always going to be a little bit um, overshadowed by, you know, Kamala Harris, Madam Vice President. 
Yo, especially when you got the nigga with the drip in there. Like I ain't never seen no uh no Jordans with or no Dior motherfucking joint. Nikes at the inauguration. It. Come through. Come through. <laughs> I uh. loved it. Um I mean, we talk about Nick often, Who's right? The, oh yeah, uh, right. Mm-hmm. Mina's husband. He Let's is just fine. talk about on the way. Okay, right. Baby daddy Nick, <laughs> yes. Zaddy Nick, yes. <laughs> right, but Mina's daddy. Zaddy. <laughs> He's fine too. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, it's a good looking family. It is a good um, looking family. Yeah. I'm I'm here for them. That's why I mean I love Kamala and Doug, but I'm just like, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't know much about their story. Like right. I don't know how they met or anything. The but... way she made it seem though was like we fell in love. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't a, a, I don't know what happened. It was a love after a certain age and like they got hooked up on like a blind date, I believe. Don't quote me on uh, this, guys. Okay. Uh and then it, it just kind of rolled from there. I think when you are a career-minded woman like Kamala is, you yeah. look for somebody who can one compliment you or support you without any like whatever's, right? I don't know really anything about him <laughs> other than he was at Uber, which um Considering Uber's history gives me thoughts about him, <laughs> but I, I try not to judge the guy. Um, yeah, no, he's cool. I like him. I don't know anything about him other than Uber and his daughter's coat was so cute. I think if you're calling me bear. Side note: Every time I like, I used to drive for Uber, and every time I had to call Uber support, it was literally always the same dude. Hello, this is Romeo. Thank you for calling a bear. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, man. I mean. Aside from that, they are a cute couple. They're a cute couple. They're a great couple. And he's the first gentleman. And congratulations to that man. But I do wonder what that means for him. What do you mean? He's the first second gentleman, right? Uh So, like, does he have an active role? Like, (laughs) Mike Pence, for example, nobody expected his wife to do anything. Did she do anything? I don't think anybody even paid attention to her. No, she could have been talking about we didn't pay attention. (laughs) and joe biden like when he was vp i don't think a lot was going on with jill or at least not that we expected so like are we expecting a lot from doug does he have a role really or is he just there to support his wife uh what and i mean no matter what it's all good it's just as a people like in this brand new role brand new opportunity none of us have seen this before what is to happen go ahead Trey. I was just going to say that whatever his role is, I want to be pleasantly surprised by him. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think what it is, uh, again, I think I'm putting my foot in my mouth very early in this episode, (laughs) but (laughs) I think when it comes to like the first lady and the first now gentleman, uh, or the second, I just see it as a lot of busy work, like a lot of service mm-hmm. to the country or the to the community through community service. Speeches, sure. stuff like so, that. Things like that. So nothing really super serious. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It could be kind of cool. I mean, if you're talking about a guy who was a part of like this startup that changed the industry, like of transportation, then just imagine like what he can do with like the power that he has now. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Well, I could totally see him having like speaking engagements and you know, who knows, going to schools or having a cooking show with Kamala. Whatever. They should do a motherfucking they they could be the next Aisha and fucking um who what's his name? Aisha and Steph Curry. I'm sorry. Excuse me? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> She's like, you really fucking up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I 
would never in my life. But okay, well, you know, they're from Oakland. Influential. They're from Oakland. I think also too, guys, and I think you guys kind of already like alluded to it, but this is a dress rehearsal. What do you mean? A dress rehearsal for Doug, in a sense. In in a sense, yeah, it's a dress rehearsal for Dougie. Well, so I think that that then almost amplifies like what is your role currently? Because if the goal is to become the first first husband, right? Then you are already officially under the microscope now. Yeah. Yeah. So like now what, what is your role going to be? How active in community and initiatives? And I mean, it's an opportunity for us to, for him rather to create a role for himself. You know, when Michelle was, or when Barack was in office rather, Michelle, like she had all these initiatives and she had people dancing with Beyonce. Yes. Like, always she had all kinds of stuff going on. So it's like, is his focus going to be education or is it going to be, I don't know, whatever initiative he's into and how is that going to well, play out? You know, I'm sure they thought about all this stuff and I cannot wait to see what it is. Um, but yeah. only time will tell. Now, I wanted to, like, start off. I really, it was a toss-up for me between starting off with the inauguration and starting off with the verses. But I think we've we've already started off on this inauguration talk. Do you guys just want to continue here and then go into the verses? Yeah. All right, boom. So, baby. First of all, I'm glad it it went off without, like, any bombs or hitches or anything like that. Because, like, having that in person was very, very risky just based on what had just happened, like, not even a week before. Um, but I think it was needed to see that happen live. I think if that would have been like a zoom call, it just would have really just, it would have stretched out the bad energy of 2020 well into 2021. So sure, yeah. I'm glad it happened the way it did. I'm also glad that the Obamas showed up the way they did because every time they step into a room, they I don't know what, the fuck they show the fuck up, they show the fuck <laughs> out. And like, I just feel like the sun gets brighter. Like, is the sun brighter now? Because Michelle stepped out in her fucking, she just took out her her belt, rollers. Wait, her outfit, her belt, her, like, everything about her, that walk, just told you, bitch, we're coming back. We're here. And it's a new era. Officially, we're marking this. Because I think that's something that you waited for during the whole campaign, where it's like, when are we going to get that official, like, stamp from, like, Michelle and Obama? And you kind of got them here and there when they made their official speeches. But them showing up really solidified the fact that, oh, this is a new era. And they're here for it, and I'm here for it. And there was so much history happening. It was everything. I just, I mean, I know, like, people talk so much about Barack and his swag and whatever. Michelle outshined the fuck out of him to me. Like, I mean, obviously, they are a power couple, but she was the one person, like, who I could not stop looking for. Yeah. When she came through in that belt and that jacket and the, the hair and everything, and I'm just like, yeah. And every time, like, the camera panned, I'm like, where's Michelle? Like, I mean, obviously there were other people there, but had Michelle... Who? Right. <laughs> had Michelle and Obama not showed up, then I yeah. don't think that whole inauguration would have had the impact that it had. I mean, because they all. were there, no, I agree. that I literally... Agree that. They were the bow and the wrapping paper, right? Yeah. Well, you said it best, sure. that they put the stamp on it, you know what I mean? Right. The stamp of approval. Right. They put it on there. Right. Yeah, and then, I mean, you expect them to be there, right? Like, Brock and Joe are good friends, right. and obviously spent eight years together in office. Like, I don't know, maybe just after 2022, it was just happy to see them. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I was just hey! happy to see you know them, what? but yes. Michelle just looked gorgeous. It was a family reunion effect. It was. It was, it was definitely like seeing like your favorite cousin, your favorite auntie, whatever you want to equate them to. But My favorite auntie came the fuck Boom. Room, for came, sure. Rich yes. auntie, like with yes. the husband. <laughs> like not this ain't the rich single auntie. This is the rich auntie with the husband. They got the nice house. You can go over there once during the summer. <laughs> choose a month. Okay. And she's always hella cool. Always hella yes. cool. What's your mom talking about now? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that is Michelle's energy for sure. I'm just sad that we, we didn't see uh, Malia and Sasha, but also I'm glad that they're letting them just be regular fucking women now. I am too. I mean, they've always been regular too. girls, but it's like now that they're adults, it's like go off and do you t- do your TikToks. Mal- yeah. You know, whatever you guys are doing, just go do it and do it in private. You know what I love yeah. about like, black people? What? <laughs> Is Sasha and Malia, since they've been in school or whatever, um, since they've been out of the White House and, you know, they they creep up. Right. Like we see them on TikTok here and there. Right. Or we see them, you know, a paparazzi shot at a party or whatever. And people in the media have come and try. Well, they've tried to come for them. And I feel like black people on the Internet shut that shit down. Yeah. Like you're not about to fuck with my cousin or they just don't feed into it. Because I think the biggest thing about, like, when gossip, like, starts, like, whoever, like, lights that fire, it needs to be fueled. And we just never feel it. Yeah. And I think that's happening more and more with, like, younger people. Because, side note, there's been some shit that I wanted to say on this show that I purposely (laughs) just kept off. Because it's like, all right, these are young kids. Like, the shit, I'm not going to officially say it here, but... Like the the little twins doing the busted challenge or whatever. I was like, oh, that you know, she's looking a little young, but I know she's grown. But da da da, whatever. Uh, right. Then you got Beyonce's nephew shit, and it's like, oh yeah, we're leaving, we're keeping all these kids kids for as long as we can, and yeah. into their adulthood, we're just letting them live their lives like they should. Because like, right. who wants to be robbed of the experiences that that regular people get to to experience? Because we don't have to worry about the microscope right. or any of that stuff. Like imagine if you had to and live. And they should have that. Kids should be allowed to be kids. Yeah. And it's for as long as they possibly can. Yeah. And when I say as long as you possibly can, it doesn't mean like, you know, 18 and you're you're free to you're free game. It's like, no, no, no. Right. You get to be you while you're discovering yourself. Cause we all know like once you turn 18, it's not just like, okay, we're good. We're we're good I'm to go. Grown now. Hell no. It's like I think it's really until like twenty five is when you really go and go, okay, good. I'm further, I know who I am. Further than now. that for some people. Further mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. You know? Especially now. I mean, we're in a totally different generation than like our grandparents who were getting married and having kids at eighteen. Right. You know what I mean? Like our I don't want to say childhood, but our youth has been extended. True. Thank you, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, all in all, I think the inauguration was really good. I think I I think another thing that really sealed the deal for me, besides the the Nikes, the Jordans, and the Obamas, <laughs> was the fact that that Howard band was there, and it was like, yo, this this is great to see because I feel like yeah. have we ever seen that at an inauguration? I don't think so. An HBCU I'm... band like that was no it, that that was the first time. Like that was the first. You time got the majorettes out there. You've got the whole thing, and it's like, wow, this is happening here now in this moment. Yeah, I mean, I I do want to say Howard alumni are so proud. 
<laughs> let me tell you. Also, alphas. They never shut up. I was like alphas. Also, also AKAs. I mean, I feel like maybe the yeah. old Greek community, but also I'm not a part of that community, so I can't speak for them. But I feel like I've definitely a lot of Greek members have come out of the closet in that motherfucking White House. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm this, I'm that. I was like, oh what? <laughs> so having been surrounded by uh, Black Greek organizations my whole life. Right. Niggas treat it like a gang. Gang, gang. They are very okay. proud. It, it is a, it is a gang. Oh, my bad. A gang. I, like um, I think it was quite a disappointment to some of my family when I didn't pledge. And I mean, I pledged I'll and my this. got popped. Wait, what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you pledged and what happened? My line got, you know, popped. We had to stop what we was doing. Oh, you guys were hazing? Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm you neither going to talk about it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> What did no. you pledge? Kappa. Kappa. I'm yeah, I'm not surprised. Oh. Um <laughs> Listen, I don't fuck with a few oh god, we stop. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's just they're super proud. And I thought it was very good on Kamala to have, you know, the band there. That was yes. And- I mean, in a way I'm not shocked because again, Howard and I feel like any time a person who went to Howard has an opportunity to show that they went to Howard, they're going to do that. <laughs> and and so you know what? That's Go what ahead. she did. Period. And I'm glad she didn't break out that corny ass dance that she did in Iowa. Thank you so much. <laughs> God, it would have been another great gift, but I mean, we, we, I, we definitely could have went without it and I'm glad that we are good. So, um, Amanda Seals Gorman. Oh, sorry. I love Amanda is that Seals. Her, I, I want to say her name properly. Uh, Seals? Right. I don't know who you're talking about. Who's that? The the poet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What school does she go to? Or did she go to? No clue. I feel like she's like no a Yale graduate University, or something. So definitely not but Google University. Anyway. I think, I think it was actually Harvard, but let me check. Okay. Maybe it was Harvard. Um, Why, what's up? She, I probably, like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't pay attention to the speeches. She was the person who got me to stop and watch everything. Yo, wait a minute. Speaking of stop, JLo, you need to stop. No. <laughs> let's get loud. <laughs> so that got corny to me. The let's get loud part. JLo, like, what eh. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but I can appreciate that she came out there and, you know, in Spanish, declared one nation under God, uh, you know, all of that. And I, I felt that. She would not have been my pick. <laughs> Yo, but she's getting these jobs. Been, who would have been your pick, I though? do feel like Besides Beyonce, who would, have been your pick? who would have been your pick? Beyonce? Uh, you said besides B? Only Beyonce. Besides B. As long as Beyonce is available, but, always but get that's her. Right. As yeah, long but that's, as B is available. Yeah, but that's the slam dunk. I'm, I'm, you know. It should be. This is a slam dunk election. Can I I'll say, say this. something that's random? Jennifer Lopez looks so good she, that she I'm not did. mad at it. Yeah, no, I wasn't looks mad at it either. Amazing. Yeah, she's like fifty. Um, yo. she's not even she's, aged. She's, she's aging older backwards. than fifty. But yeah, mm-hmm. she looks so good. Yeah. I mean, the fit, everything. She looked beautiful, and she did do a really good job. Um, again, would she have been my pick? No, I probably would have picked. I don't know somebody different. I, I can't think of someone since you said not B. <laughs> Maybe. Part of me wants to say like Summer Walker, but she's awkward as fuck. No, 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 no. Thank you. No. Yeah, no. And she's too young. Um, she's not. She's. It wouldn't. The moment she is. wouldn't. I have mean, called she's for not that. established enough. Right. I, think, I mean, I would even say like I'd love to see. Um, I was gonna say Jennifer. Lewis. I'm Jennifer motherfucking Lewis. Um, she's not Jennifer Hudson. No, not Jennifer Hudson. Uh, it starts with a J. Just came out with an album. Jasmine Sullivan, but also even still, it's like oh, yeah, not for this. 
Unfortunately. I wouldn't have been mad at Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. That would have been a good moment for her, I think. Yeah, yeah. It would have been she's good for her. Then also American. What, think... what, nigga? No, I'm saying she's not American, but I like Georgia Smith. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jasmine Sullivan. I was going to say Jasmine <laughs> Damn, Sullivan. Nigga, like, where are you going with this? Right. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was cutting up. Georgia Smith? Yeah. I didn't know she's not American. She's from um, England. Yo, oh. let me tell you, people from the UK is really showing the fuck out in the US. Bruh. <laughs> like, they really <laughs> Australia are. and, yeah, bruh, facts. So you know, I'm not mad at Jasmine Sullivan. That would have been, nah, I, probably, that probably would have been dope. I, I agree with Come that. On, give us that. You know what? And with the poet up there, go poet, go and whip up something from hotels. Can I, <laughs> can I say something random that's been really bothering me? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Let me, wait, wait, hold on. Is it somebody <laughs> in the industry? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. You, we, I'm sorry. We all that for, for all the for okay. all the listeners out okay. there. Okay. De'Aaron doesn't allow me to talk about conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy theories about the black Baldwin people. All right, that's a that's a no no. That gets right. cut out. But no, all jokes aside, um, in, Bernie Sanders. Uh huh. He looked he looked like a substitute teacher, but he looked really warm. But he didn't have anything on his head. I like that Bernie Sanders was practical, man. He came in there with his parka on. Right, but I just felt like he should have something on his head. You know what I mean? It was Everything looked warm, but right, but so put something on your head. I forgot that he ran for president twice, and I was like, damn, I really would not be there. Like, this thing is like, (laughs) here we go again with this shit. No, but I think that's a testament to who he is. He's really about the democracy. For sure. You know, and he's going to show up, and he's going to support, and I think... Sit That's me by really myself. Sit me by myself. Okay. <laughs> That's how I want to be. I'd seen. love to see him there. And I read a story that um, the mittens he was wearing are from a school teacher nearby somewhere, uh, Kentucky maybe. Um, and she makes them out of like used, um, like old blankets or quilts or whatever. But I mean, I just thought it was dope. Like he's supporting this teacher's, you know, little business right. and he's warm and he's comfy and he's practical. And he's got a bomb ass staff who really turned the moment into revenue with those t-shirts or especially sure. yes, online. Sir. So that's yes, sir. And he's giving back. Right. Yep. I love it. Yes, I do too. I just wanted to. I mean, the memes are funny, but like Bernie's really that guy. I like him. Yeah. All right, uh, so I think we're good on the inauguration talk. Or you, do you guys have anything? Can else we just wanna... talk about what I... Kamala wore? Oh, yeah. right. Okay, we could talk about it real quick. But before you do, I wanted to let you know that um, Amanda Gorman is from Harvard. She went to Harvard. And Harvard, she's a, get it, girl. And she's a member of the Phi Beta Kappa. Oh, sure. Sorority okay, Incorporated. Hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> she's going to run for president, she said, and I would like to see how that goes, how, like, how her career goes from now until then, because I think 30s, I'd be very proud mm. to vote for her. She said, I'm going to run for president, but go ahead. I just, I'd be really proud to vote for her. Um, it kind of irritates me, the things that I'm reading about, like, her, and people are like, she's so well-spoken and so articulate. Um, that to me always comes off offensive when we're talking about black people. It is offensive. It uh, that come is off. the it is number offensive. one thing I got growing up. It was like, damn, yeah. nigga, I You're read so and write. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I have um, a vocabulary. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, the, her poem, it was powerful and it was beautiful and it felt authentic. And her presence is really commanding. And like I said, I would. I would like to see what she does in these next few years and what her stance is on 
whatever issues because I would be glad to vote for her in what 15 years. All right. So Kamala's dress, what you got? <laughs> First of all, before you say anything, it was designed by a Louisiana designer. So black guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know this and you still about to say what you're about to say. Go ahead. I, <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't good enough for me. Um, this is the purple dress, right? It was purple. Mm. So on my TV, it came off as more like a blue. I thought it was blue, too. Like, I'm like Googling it right now. I'm like, wait, where did this purple thing that she's come wearing. From? Yeah. And then I realized it was purple. And I understand, like, the meaning and the symbolism behind the purple and, like, paying kind of homage to women's uh, suffrage, suffrage, whatever. And, whatever. like, <laughs> purple is red and blue coming together. Eh. It could have been flyer. She's yeah, in a position now where she has to be fly. I understand when people are like, why do we always like bash women for what they're wearing? How come they just can't be good at what they do? Because we've seen she her. She is good at what she does. We've seen and we her. already know that. But you can be good at what you do and be fly as fuck. Right. She's beautiful. And that's I the think thing. Kamala is gorgeous. That's the thing. And I feel like Michelle Obama, I'm sorry, I'm going to let you talk in a second, but... <laughs> Michelle Obama set a bar, I feel like, for women in politics, women in the White House, just professional women. And Kamala just could have came harder. Like, you're making history right now. The shoes weren't cute. It just wasn't. It, she looked like a politician. She didn't look like I'm the first motherfucking Black and South Asian VP <laughs> that this country has That is ever a mouthful, had. isn't it? It's a lot. But you, you got to respect She didn't come it. like an MVP. Right. And anybody questioning, like, you know, I don't know, I guess I know nobody was questioning if she was any or not, but I'm surprised nobody was. But like when you see her mom, it's like, no, she's dead ass half Indian, half Jamaican. Like, there's no question mm-hmm. yet. Well, I think she talks a lot about her Indian her heritage yeah. and her roots. And I, I think there is no reason to question it facts but i mean to back to the dress i mean i felt like if the last thing we saw you in was that fucking vogue cover and it just wasn't what it was supposed to be (laughs) then the next thing you got to do is tap michelle on the shoulder and go girl can you help me out because where's your stylist right people been getting on me about my stylist and that's the thing it's like i don't even know why you would even have to ask michelle because I know you know how to show out. I've seen you show out time and time again. Right. Before, She's had other moments. Before this presidential run, you've been killing it every right. single time. Like up until the point that you ran, like you went and uh, announced the presidency in Oakland. Even that, you right. came and showed out hair. Bo- I was supposed to say body. Even I- the night before, she looked hella good. She yeah. had like some black leather boots. Oh, and yeah, that, uh, yeah. What's his name? Um, Moss. I forgot the first name, but the, the camel jacket. Like, that was hella fly. She could have worn that to the inauguration. Yeah. But, like, she looked like Hillary Clinton wearing a dress. I think somebody's telling her or she's telling herself to play it too safe. And it's like, bro, again, like I said in that last episode, you already got the job. What the fuck are they going right. to do? Right. You don't have to be small. Clearly, you don't have to make yourself small. Clearly, you can't be impeached because we tried to impeach the most impeachable fucking president like we could. <laughs> I mean, he was twice, but he was still there. Well, this next trial is on February 2nd. I don't even, so I I don't even we'll see what I'm just like, just, get, just, throw him all, just throw him away. Like, why are we still dealing with this? I care still because I, I don't want him to be able to run in the future. Yeah, that would be a shit show. 
I just, I want her to do well, but I also want her to look good. Like, and I, I feel like what I've always believed that women can be great at what they do and they can be moms and, you know, wives and look good. They can? I feel like Michelle Obama, <laughs> like, proved that. Right. She proved that to the world. Like, right. you can be a supportive wife. You can be a mom. You can be a career woman and look hella good doing it. And that's what I want for Kamala. Or... Like, you're already gorgeous. The job's halfway done. Word. <laughs> like, you just got to pick better clothes, honey. Pick some better clothes, my mom. <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and transition to another event that we were looking forward to for probably just as long as the damn inauguration, if I think about it. <laughs> Uh, so the verses, I want to say this might've been the biggest, most anticipated verses yet, uh, between Keisha Cole and Ashanti happened over the weekend or sorry, over the weekend. It happened on Friday, Thursday, the day after the inauguration. And, um, I would love to say that it did not disappoint. Unfortunately, I feel like it did. But to be mm -hmm. fair, it had its goods and it's bad. So I'm going to present my points. In a segment that I like to call Big Dope Energy and Big Nope Energy. So, Big Dope Energy, basically goods and bads, right? So, the Big Dope Energy I got from this versus was that it, one, it finally happened because I right. really dead ass thought that they were going to push it back again, especially when Keisha Cole didn't show up. You know, initially I was like, oh yeah, somebody's about to call out. It's, it's going to get canceled just right here on the spot. Right. Uh, both of their hair. Like, was done. Done, done. Like, loved it. Like, they came prepared. I mean, I feel like Keisha really, she had better looks when she thought she was doing it before. Um, right. But still very beautiful. Loved it. And my third, uh, I love Last Night. Like, Last Night, getting in again. <laughs> Y'all know I love that motherfucking song. So as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, it's a rap. I love this. This is it. Thank you. I'm kind of sad that, you know, Diddy didn't show up because that would have been great just to hear him yelling at Keisha again. But <laughs> no, I think that was really good. Um, and for my big nope energy um, was, again, they were late. Like, uh, the shit started almost two hours later than it was supposed to, which right. I'm like, I know this is like kind of a like a laid back situation, but also we're you guys are higher than when you started like this. You guys should bump it up. The expectations are there now. So you have to follow through. Um, right. Keisha looked too through, right? From the moment <laughs> that she got there, like as soon as she got in, she came in, but I'm not mad at it because this is how you come in when you're late for work, right? You got to come in there yeah, mad. You got to come in there <laughs> mad and just get shit started. Like, I don't want nobody to ask me any questions. Just get my shit started. Play my song, play my fucking music, right? Uh, and I heard Ashanti repeats and Kevin Tam. Te well, Tevin Campbell, yeah, Tevin Campbell repeats like three times. It was just a lot. So those are those are all my notes for this. I just had to get them out because they were just stuck in my head. But what did you guys think about the verses? And let's jump into that now. What'd you think, Trey? To me personally, it was kind of underwhelming. Mm -hmm. It was super underwhelming, and I felt like Ashanti wasn't really into it. I felt like Keisha kind of worked her way into it, but I I did love that she had OT Genesis in there with her, you know what I mean? But it wasn't what I expected, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I almost wanted to argue with you on the on the Ashanti not being into it, but she was on her phone a lot. I was like, damn. Yeah, man, she just wasn't just really there. It just seemed like they weren't really... Just checking it out their list at this point. 
they should have picked a different day. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And a Santi one, of course. But I <laughs> hope there's an appreciation for Keisha Cole because she's super dope. Yeah, I don't know. If she was like trying to paint herself in that light that night. But you know what? I feel like something else is going on that really. Man, I heard she was in traffic though. That shit'll put you on edge. I, I think that traffic thing was just a joke because it was a bay, but no. <laughs> well, I read like some statement from her DJ, I guess, who said that she was having an issue Yo, with like her monitor. First of all, her DJ was the motherfucking issue, but okay. <laughs> um, I agree with you. They did look good. Hair was cool. My issue with the hair is like they both kept touching it, and that to me can get really distracting. And it was distracting. It was like you don't wait. Her titties weren't distraction enough. Her Yo, I thought they were gonna pop out. They look so good. I, I, I for sure thought they was gonna pop out. At a her boobs look so good. Yeah, they did. Um, and then I kind of was irritated that like Ashanti's light was so dim. Oh, I didn't notice that. Seemed like her side was really dim compared to Keisha's. Mm. Um, I mean, but regardless, they looked beautiful. I have to admit that when Shanti first came out and when, like, I was younger in high school and so on, I always liked her songs, but I felt like she was corny. Really? And I think as she's gotten older, she's become less corny to me. Mm. And Can you put your finger on what was corny right. about her? Nope, I don't know what it is. She's just corny. Mm. <laughs> I think you gravitate towards those marriages. I do, vibes, I do, though. and which is why I think right. I really wanted to root for Keisha initially. But then when she got towards right. like this more like pop ish sounds, is when I stopped mm. being into her. Um, but yes, you're right. I am like a true R and B soul. I want to cry when I hear your music, person, and. Like, yeah. So that moment when Keisha, <clears throat> I think Keisha was drunk, <laughs> uh, but that moment when one, they had an intermission and I was like, I was confused for a second because I thought I was the only one who was confused. I was like, wait, has there ever been an intermission? Do there we has, do that? I think. So there was an inter. I don't know. No, even was. with E40 or, and Shirt, they took a little moment. I think oh, they did. Oh, did really? Oh, okay. My bad. I- <laughs> I just felt like, well, one, if you late, nigga, what the fuck is that? Nigga, that, that <laughs> but, was your intermission. That's um, what D was on. <laughs> you know what? That is that is that is me in a nutshell, though. I will be however minutes, however many hours late. I'm still going to take my lunch at the time that my lunch would have been had I been here on time. Right. Okay. Um, but when they came back from the intermission, and Keisha's like, I feel like she knew she was starting shit. She was like, okay, so I'm gonna start first, then, huh? <laughs> right and Ashanti's like no what the fuck are you talking about she's like you started the last round da, 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 da. and then they got into like that little spat and Ashanti didn't back down right and Keisha was looking like bitch I'll beat your motherfucker you know what let me <laughs> calm down right? I felt all that energy so I'm like there had to be something going on behind the scenes between the the time that the verses was set the first time and now like there's something got Keisha to the point where she's just irritated but I feel like it it's not hard to get Keisha irritated nah bro not at all. <laughs> right? Well, I also, like, saw in the comments that, like, Swiss Beats was like, you know, this is disrespectful when they didn't start mean? on time. And so, oh. you know, it could have just been maybe he called her and was like, yo, what's happening? And that frustrated her. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't know. Did. And I, like, I don't like these narratives where we're putting women against each other as if, like, they had an issue with each other. Because I didn't get mm. that vibe. I saw the little no. I saw like the little back and forth thing, but I also just think that's grown women 
being grown women defending themselves. Mm, it didn't nah, feel gotta, personal to me. I feel like I got to push back on that a little bit. I mean, maybe it wasn't personal, but there was definitely some, there was a, a sense of competition that didn't need to be there to the extent that like these comments were being put out like, oh, we already know you won. Da, 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 da. It's like, Keisha, calm down. Let's just yeah. play the songs. Well, but I also think that that just comes with like, Reading the comments. Well, Keisha's uh, that's a real exactly East Oakland woman, and she's not going to be your super friendly, super bubbly, super smiley person. I think she just came out. I think she's always had carried a certain energy, and mm. I don't think that's to be taken personal. And I don't that even think Ashanti took it personal. I think it's just she has an energy, she has a vibe, and yeah. Because she know. was going to fight Sana G, right? At one point. <laughs> was it Sana G? I understand that there is an issue between them. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to start saying stuff like that. I understand it. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad that it happened and that it's over. But now that it is over, I'm just like, bro, going forward, we need a few things. Like, I feel like we're at a point now where it might be a good idea to have a host because mm -hmm. I feel like somebody there to keep things on track and to take the pressure off the artist from like having to do all this, this talking that they probably don't want to do. Cause there are some people who love talking a little bit too much. Like when Brandy was there and then there's some people who really just like, well, bitch, let's just play the music. Like Keisha right. said. So having somebody to just like get that shit started, maybe like Nick Cannon since he loves me in, in the comments <laughs> so much, and um, somebody who can like bring the comment section to the room because I feel like that's also a very big part. Of well, but I experience. so my concern with bringing the comments to the room is that it's going to get like messy, and then we create drama that doesn't. No, no, need no. To be the there. good comments. You can pick and choose which comments the artists like sh like can see based on like what what you put on the screen. Like you can sure. screen them out. Yeah. Um, but then it's also like. I think that almost takes away from the intimacy of it. If we have a host, then it becomes a show. And I think what works for Versus is that it feels intimate. Like we're getting like a private moment almost. It's almost like a, um, what did MTV used to like do? AOL like an unplugged. unplugged. Or MTV Unplugged, yeah. It's almost mm -hmm. like an unplugged vibe, but with your two, you know, with two artists. How long do you think it's going to be before this goes beyond hip hop? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what's going to happen. <laughs> I, you know what's going to happen. I pray that Swiss Beats and Timbaland understand what they're doing for the culture and they keep it in the culture it is inevitable <laughs> like once you once you have them shouting out doritos for dropping a bag you know something's coming in sure and i mean this partnership with apple yeah, yeah. um let, but let, you know i just i i have faith that they would keep some things for us word i, I have a question for you who would y'all like to see next you know what? We should do a rap one. Even though we know it'll mm -hmm. never happen, you should do a Nikki versus whoever. I feel like she would never agree, but... I know. I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, know. Um, I know. For her, it'd probably be like a Nikki versus Drake. I, I do like when they go back. Like, I liked the Gladys Knight and was it Patti LaBelle? Where are my backup dancers? Was that one of them? Where are my backup singers? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that. So, like, I wouldn't be mad at them going back. I would love to see, like, Joe to see, and I don't know who at this point because Black Street 112. Um, 112 already went. Oh, they did. Duh. So, um, we do probably Black Street. Um, 
you should really have a tournament at this point, though. Mm-hmm. And somebody should really be keeping score. I mean, I know it's like, you know, it's all about fun, but it's like, if you don't have the name versus, if there's right. not going to be a score. I don't know. I'd like to see Joe to see. I have to figure out who they'd go again. Silk? Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> we know you We know you love a Silk. Come on. <laughs> I saw Silk Ooh, and yes, Joe to see in concert. Actually. And it was so interesting. <laughs> She's like, you guys ever been to Yoshi's? <laughs> I love Yoshi's. <laughs> Um, I would love to see, and you know, I'm not going to lie. I, somebody asked me like who non-rap would you like to see or, um, like non-hip hop. And I would love to see like the Escovito family and Santana. I think that would be fucking dope. And they're from the Bay. Um, and if people who are not aware, the Escovito family would be Pete Escovito, um, Sheila E and their whole family. They're all percussionists. They have a whole band. Um, so them and Santana, I think, would be appropriate. I think would be dope. And oh, you know who I want? Maroon Five and fucking um, Jim Jim Classy. You just said we hope this doesn't. Oh, go I thought out. you said outside of hip hop. Okay, but so let's let's yes. rewind this because like I wouldn't be mad at John B, and he's not black, but I would love to see John, John B up there. John, John B and like black. Joe. <laughs> I thought he was definitely black. He for sure is black. Don't let anybody tell you differently. I would love to see John B. What about Carrie Hilson and Sierra? Carrie Hilson. Sorry. That's just like an automatic um, reaction. I almost feel like that's disrespectful <laughs> to Sierra. Mm. But... I mean, but they was both on that same song that ended Sierra's career. Or Sierra's career. Uh, Carrie's career. What song? Uh, the Turn Me On remix that um, got. I didn't know Sierra was on that. Yeah, she was. Um. Mm-hmm. That was a good song, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a good song. That, what the fuck? Um, no, no, no. The remix, the one that was about Beyonce. Never heard what? it. What? Yeah, this is this is the whole reason. Are you guys serious? This is the whole reason why Beyonce fans don't fuck with Carrie Hilson. She said, you need to sit down and go have some babies. I doesn't fuck with Carrie, but I didn't know. Yeah, no, it all started from her remixing, turning me on, and putting it out. And it was like, you too old, sit down, go have some babies, da 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 You think you're hot, but you're not, da 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 whatever. Whoa. You guys, don't, you guys never heard you. this. Nope. No, I'm weird. Oh my god! I just went under the assumption that you guys knew why we don't like Carrie Hilson. No. Oh wow! She's really yeah, pretty. No, definitely look that up. But yeah, that's what ended her career. I remember seeing something on like Twitter, but yeah. I never understood what. Yeah. I still would like to see Chris Brown do a versus. I don't know who against. <laughs> I, I saw that someone, you know, proposed Chris Brown and Usher. I'm so Which dumb. to me still doesn't quite seem right. I feel like Chris Brown would worse. Like Usher. You just cannot put Chris Brown in a versus anything because it's just, it, never mind. I'm just, <laughs> never mind. I'm not even going to go feel like, And I feel like Chris Brown, yo, I feel like Chris <laughs> Brown be like, all right, well, you beat me. Like, well, let's rumble then. Let's fight. Let's do a real yeah, versus. No. <laughs> um, but Chris Brown has a really, really I, amazing cast catalog and people get on him or people have been getting on him apparently about his music sounding the same and i'm like if it works every fucking time then do it and he has switched i mean i I think that's the that that that's the knock on him but if you really go through his catalog he switches it up yeah i mean he he was a low-key rapper for a little bit and slap too bro was better than half your favorite rappers but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um you you didn't ask me about who the rappers were but yeah, go ahead, Leah. I, I do feel like Usher and Chris Brown seems a little not right, but it also does seem Sounds right. Like and the drugs. fact that like they were so heavily influenced by Michael Jackson 
And I think that Chris Brown could hold his own against Usher. And Diddy would put his um, of approval on that. Yeah. So I, I actually think that that wouldn't be a bad one. I would like them to be in person, though. I want to see them dancing and seeing like a whole performance um, against each other, if that's what's going to happen. It can't be them sitting there singing songs. Word. Now, uh, speaking of people who, I guess we weren't speaking of people who we weren't going to be putting in a versus, but I think we should do like a Lil Bow Wow versus Shad Moss. I feel like we loved Lil Bow Wow and Shad Moss <laughs> is just corny as fuck because once again, this nigga is uh, going out for the award of the being the corniest nigga alive for no reason award. <laughs> Uh, because during that versus, I'm not sure if you guys saw, uh, he left a little comment when we were all waiting for Keisha to show up about, uh, she never made me wait this long when I called her up. Da, 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 da. It's like, bruh, sir, what are you talking about? Who does that? First of all, I don't believe that he ever actually fucked with Keisha Cole. I just can't see that ever working, but I also don't see why you felt like you could have the nerve to put that on her during her night in this comment section where you know everybody's going to see it for just a little bit of clout. But again, what doesn't Bow Wow do for clout? He takes fake pictures on jets that he's not on and he does right. all this other shit. And you got, you got 106 apart canceled. Like nigga, like just sit down and calm down. And if that wasn't enough, he's coming out with a project apparently where he's naming every track after like some ex or anybody he's fucked with like Keisha Cole and black China and probably Sierra just to get clout. I don't understand. I don't understand. He's just corny. He's weak. When did you become this corny? I think he's always been. Really? <laughs> I, th I think Honestly. fame magnifies who you really are. And for whatever reason, Bow Wow can't get over not being, you know, he's not the big star you anymore. Know, as you say that, I think it might be less of him not being able to get over being a little boy and more of I had this taste of fame that was so great and so high as a at kid such a young age. right and now as an yeah. adult that's not necessarily my identifier anymore right and all these other niggas who are my age that is their identifier but it's like no i was i've been doing this how come i can't do it still no no look at me look yeah. keep looking at me guys i'm cool i've been cool it's like that nigga in high school who never left right it's like that <laughs> is your identifier and you're gonna let everybody know yeah i just if I'm honest, I don't pay a lot of attention to him because I'm just like, this nigga's talking again. <laughs> Ew. Just like um, you would. A nigga I will school. say that his baby mama Joy. Yo, she is so fucking fine. Bye. I love her and her daughter. How is your daughter cooler than you, nigga? That is crazy. <laughs> right. Like at seven years old, whatever years old, she is this the dopest little I think person. She's like ten, or I don't know. I'm <laughs> bad with kids, but <laughs> she's like the dopest little person. Her and her mom dancing all the time, and yeah. just minding her business, not fucking getting into drama, not creating your own drama that never even pops in the first place. Like, take. Notes. I think it helps that her mom is like low key too, though. She's like low key, but she she hangs with like non low key people. But yeah, for sure. But she's. I mean. You know what a way to live like you're connected and you you are friends with you know whomever but like nobody is in your business right like i'm i'm here <laughs> for that and i she's dope she has her business um like her online workouts and she has workout gear and stuff and she has body um body, 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 but body, she's so. dope and i think like i say all that to say i think the daughter is dope because the mom is just 
I think allows her to be a kid and allows her to live like a low key life. Yeah. Take notes, kids. That's how you, that's how you raise them <laughs> up. Like I said in the beginning, or like we said in the beginning, like we need to protect these kids at all costs because I mean, we need yeah, more, for sure. we, we need more regular like people, not regular people, but people who grew up with a semi regular like childhood to yeah. like lead this world because the motherfuckers who are here now trash. <laughs> Clearly, you have a bunch of snitches who obviously were never beat up as kids for snitching, <laughs> and I just I can't deal. So please raise your kids right. Take the time. We'll leave them alone when they're ready to be adults. They'll be adults, and we probably won't even care at that point because we'll be old ass like grannies and grandpas. But speaking of shit, uh, I'm not, <laughs> that was gonna be a bad transition. I was gonna say speaking of old ass grannies and grandpas, uh, Kanye and Kim. <laughs> That's definitely not the right thing. <laughs> a little bad transition. But speaking of Kanye and Kim, uh, we talked about this a little bit on the on one of the other episodes. Or actually, we talked about it quite a bit. It was confirmed us weekly via a source. So it, it may not be 100% true, but uh, it is said to uh, be true that Kanye is not happy. That his business is going to be in the final season of the Kardashians. So all this breakup drama and shit that you're hearing now, all the divorce rumors will be on the show, apparently, according to a source uh, by Us Weekly. So that is interesting because, again, like we said before, it kind of makes me feel like, is this real or no? Yeah. I think the greatest is the indica- divorce real. Well, I mean, I, 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 to what extent is it real, right? Like, are you really are you doing this for the show? I mean, I know you can't be divorcing somebody for the show. That's crazy, but I don't know. I just can't imagine going through a breakup and then purposely filming segments of it so that way you can get your ratings up, get your money. I think the greatest indicator of what will happen is what has happened, and oh. you're looking at the Kardashian family <laughs> who have really exploited their own lives for our entertainment for the last 10 to 15 years. So 15, mm-hmm. 15, young. I think that you're going to get something. The greatest indicator of what will happen is what has happened. I like that. Oh, <laughs> I like that shit. I literally took a Large mental note. Today. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just, I don't, I don't know. This final season, something tells me that it's, it's going to be fucking, there's going to be a lot that they're going to try to pack into this last season. And I think it might be actually really, really good for the first time in a long time. This is going to sound corny to both of y'all, but I think I'm the emotional corny guy out of the two of y'all. I'm also corny. Um, I doubt that. But um, I just feel like I don't... Where does Kim go from here? Where does Kanye go from here? You know what I mean? Like, that's my thoughts. Well, my name is Kim, and I've made a fucking thousand... Kanye goes back to an Alexis. That's what he needs. Right. (laughs) And Kim has made so much money. So much money. This family has done what they were supposed to do with their moment, right? Most people's moments don't last this long at the height that theirs is right now. And I'm sure Kim, right. 100%, if she wanted to stop working today, tomorrow, her kids, grandkids, grandkids would be totally fine. Because if you think sure. about like her dad, her dad set her up to be what she is now, and that was just her dad. Now you're dealing with a whole family on a way higher level. I mean, I don't know what her dad was making, but it can't, it couldn't have been what's happening right now. So right. as far as like money goes, she's good. As far as like what she's going to do... I think everybody right now, whether you're a regular person or a celebrity, you're 
you're asking yourself that question because once this pandemic is over, it's like, am I going to go back to status quo or did my eyes open to some shit that I really need to refocus on? Right. Were you asking, what does she go from here in terms of like a relationship? Not necessarily the relationship, but just where do you go? You know what I mean? But more so with Kanye. I'm curious to see where, where he Hopefully goes. Hopefully he goes to it. I mean, no shade, yeah. but it's like you. I you, think Kanye is a creator. He's just going to continue to create, whether that's more music, whether that's uh, this like compound that he wants to build and housing. I know he really wants to get into like architecture. I would love to see him succeed in that. I, I think he is always going to be creating. And I think Kim, she knows that this run is going to end for them. And that's what really encouraged her to get her law degree. Because um, she's oh, she's true. formed other interests. Right. And so I, I think that she's preparing to be a little less Kim Kardashian reality star and more Kim, Kim Kardashian Esquire. I'm, re- I'm here to save you. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, I'm here to save you, yeah. niggas. I mean, I think she's probably going to, you know, parlay her career more into this activism and law. And I think we'll still see her just because of social media. But she's also getting to an age where... Oh, come on, 40. I'm not calling her old, but it's just like, you know, how much TV and social media and exposing your entire life to the world are you going to continue to do? How many more nude color clothes are you going to wear on Instagram? (laughs) I really want to see her, what her style does after this divorce. I don't like her current style. And it was very, well, I mean, her stylist was, you know, originally Kanye, but I'm sure it's somebody else now, but the style. No, it's, it's this young chick now. And I don't. I just don't like it. Either way, we'll see what kind yeah. of color she ends up wearing because, I mean, she was not, she was in very. I think she'll start wearing patterns again. Yeah, hopefully that. I mean, I loved her little <laughs> neon moment in uh, Miami. Yo, when she was in Miami, she was like for that week or two with Larsa Pippen. Larsa, you're trash. Um, <laughs> she was a bad bitch. I mean, she is always and will always be a bad bitch, but. Something about that energy that she had with her hoe friend, like, really <laughs> let you know, like, hey, this is a preview and a what's to come, nigga, because I'm getting tired. I miss being this. Well, I think she also recognized, too, that, like, Kylie grew up and took her spot. Yeah. So, and I think she's been trying to hold on. Right. I also think she's probably at a point now where she can, you know, let Kylie take the reins. Right. Then we'll be checking for her north and stormy meanwhile (laughs) chloe's like what about me guy i just got a new face (laughs) like still nobody's looking at me it's like can i just say like good american released their shoes Mm. and all the shoes look so long like the foot and i realized chloe's a tall (laughs) woman and she has a big girl she's a big girl girl. all the shoes look like they're (laughs) so long yeah i don't know I don't know anything but, about and I'm like, shoes. I don't have a tiny foot either, but I'm just like, I, anyway, they're not for me. Yeah, she need to call Michelle Obama, figure out what's happening in that, in that <laughs> whole camp, see if she can get some inspo. But that is, well, that's that on that. I, I mean, mean, how dope would it be for Kim to meet, like, her Corey? What do you mean her Corey? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, uh, true. Who do you think, well, I was going to say like, who do you think her Corey is, but <laughs> we don't know. Well, I mean, what and what I mean by that is like, like a no Corey name but is, name celebrity. Yeah, just a well off kind of no name. Right. And and Corey is fine. I mean, for, for you know, what maybe it'll be some like high profile attorney or agent or whatever. 
I mean, it's not like there's a shortage of men who are going to want her. I'm sure there have been attorneys who have been like waiting for this shit to happen because you know as she gets into like this new realm she's gonna have this sense of insecurity where it's like okay well this is brand new for me and i really just don't want to mess it up i know i've worked with kanye on getting some people free can you help me can anybody help me (laughs) let me tell you the niggas who will line up to help her out and then try to take her on these dinner dates yeah actually yeah that's gonna be lit i actually am looking forward to that it will be especially like as she's in a new era from what i understand the 40s are like everything for women she's 40 years old now or 39 whatever she's 40 40. (laughs) um it just i i think it's just a dope look for her um If they're not going to be together anymore, I think it would be great for her to be with someone who's, like I said, an attorney or an agent or something along that line. Kind of a no-name where she can have a semi-private life or as private as she chooses to have it. And just travel and do her thing. I feel like Chris and Corey have the most fun. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because, I mean... When you have like 10 kids making your money and they're always on the go, it's like, great, well, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's an incentive to have kids. Just get them rich and famous so you don't have to work. All right. I can't wait. Oh, okay. That's got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that actually is the plan. Uh, that's why I'm such a great mom. I'm a, such a nice mom. You will never forget how nice I was to you. Right, son? Right? <laughs> Catch this ball. That's funny. All right, well, we hit on, what do we hit on? We hit on the Kimye divorce. We hit on the inauguration recap versus uh, Bow Wow's corny as fuck. Oh, the Buss It Challenge. You guys, that is something that I think is actually really dope. So everybody's been doing this Buss It Challenge. And I uh, mentioned it earlier with, uh, you know, one of the, I think it was Chloe or Holly who did it. But Chloe, because of everybody doing these songs or everybody doing these challenges and streaming the song, it hit the Hot 100, and it was our first Hot 100 song. And so can we be clear? Um, Erica Banks yes. is the chick who was having the beef with Megan. Yes. I think everybody was having okay. the beef with Megan at some point, but yes. But she's like Carl Crawford's uh, artist, yeah? Uh, is that the 501 dude? Evelyn Lozada's ex. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> when you say yeah, Evelyn okay, Lozada's so... ex, I'm just like, which one? <laughs> Not Ocho Cinco. No, I know. <laughs> but her son's dad so yeah he signed erica banks so now i'm knowing who these people are Um, i don't like the song yeah no no it's not a good song um but it's good for her and it's good to know that this is a new way to market because when you think about a world where you just don't have live music because a lot of songs need live concerts in order to really push the the actual song because you need to Mm -hmm. see that other people are enjoying it you need to hear it kind of like in a different ambiance or whatever and i think because you don't have that now that these challenges i mean these challenges have always been kind of a thing but i think this is the first time that a challenge is really pushing a song actually i'm a liar so this is one of the first times that a a challenge is pushing a song to the hot 100 charts but there was that random fucking moment when everybody was playing roman's revenge for some reason i think it was like last year and Roman's Revenge hit, like, number one or number two. No, it wasn't number one, obviously. It would have been a big deal. But it was, like, in the top ten on the Hot 100 charts after, like, however many years everybody was streaming it because of this challenge. So I think these challenges are going to be a thing that, um, again, labels are going to tap into, artists are going to tap into. I don't know who, like... Well, I think it's 
I don't mean to cut yeah. you off, but with or without the challenge, I think TikTok has presented a unique opportunity for artists. I mean, mm. Stay So for Doja Cat did numbers because of TikTok. Yeah, just like Vine did. And I think same for this. TikTok is, is doing a lot for artists. And I don't know if there's some compensation plan with that. I hope that there is. I don't know if it's just yeah, the song gets streamed and that's how they get paid, but yeah. I would hope that there's some agreement from TikTok. Yeah, um, that'll be interesting to see, but I'm, I'm pretty sure TikTok has a streaming agreement. I yeah. don't know what the actual numbers are, but there's a streaming agreement. Got it. Yeah, because okay. uh, one of my favorite artists, Queen Herbie, fun fact, we got uh, Greenlit to use like her, her song um, on the show originally, but I just never pushed forward with it because Spotify likes to delete entire podcast for using any kind of music that's copyrighted whether you have the permission or not but shout out to queen herbie for that um but she like really pushes like tiktok and things like that because i mean as an independent artist you do have to kind of keep your ear to the pulse of the streets and that's where it's at right now just like with vine without vine and this is probably a bad example because you haven't heard of these girls before or or since but the girls who did that boss ass bitch song, that was just a Vine song. And PTAF. then Yes. And then Nikki, you know, got on the remix and then got them signed. And but I just haven't heard from them since. But without them being on Vine in bitch. the first place, it wouldn't have been a thing. So social media, yeah. man. Do it. Fucking do it. No, it's interesting to see. I mean, it's it's like remember when like Napster became a thing? Like this is that uh, for this generation. Right. Shut down you the police are gonna knock on your door <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile we over here on LimeWire fucking our computers up hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like why is Hillary Clinton talking on this track oh shit it's a virus bitch <laughs> I loved LimeWire I was so careful oh, I feel like I didn't get any viruses from it but yo we sure learned we a lot as kids. You learned to pay attention to two things. One, file sizes, because if the file right. was too big, that's a motherfucking virus. And two, you learn how to code at some point during the MySpace days. MySpace, right. We had no idea lit. we were coding. We were coding like shit, right? <laughs> Hell, it knew For all sure. the Java. I wish the I Java. could remember how to do that stuff. Right, I was like, we knew all the Java <laughs> back then. But if you ask me now, it's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I couldn't remember now to save my life. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, crazy, crazy. See, I every time I have you guys been doing this. Have you guys been like low key singing but not singing Ashanti and Keisha Cole songs ever since that verses? I haven't. Oh no, <laughs> I no. have. <laughs> like just now, I was gonna go crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah. But that is, I think, all I got. I mean, I did have a note about Wendy Williams, but I feel like that's just drama that they have going on amongst them, themselves. But I'm excited for her her movie. Her Me movie too. is going to be Me good too. next um, Sunday. I can't wait for it, and I cannot wait for her to. I don't know. I I was going to say get back to the old Wendy, but I think the old Wendy was the still having the same problems. So I hope that she gets better, and I hope that I don't know. I just hope she just. I don't know, all around gets better for everybody. I just need us to get to some sort of normalcy or some new heightened sense of normalcy because it's crazy out there, people. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. All right. All right, kids. Well, thank you guys for another week of the shits. 
And uh, I would say let's prepare for, you know, the Grammy is coming up, but that got postponed. So no to that. <laughs> uh, but Black History Month is coming up, y'all. So let's right think about what corner. we want to do, chow. Um, <clears throat> actually do have uh, some ideas, but I'm not going to say them here. Uh, but I'll mm-hmm. tell you guys in the group chat after. Um, and yeah. So if you guys are done and I am done, then I will go ahead and insert the outro here. And we will be good. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.